Ta'ahal, and welcome to the A Thousand Lives broadcast, the go-to podcast for all things related to Christian missions in China. This is Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you'll also find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends, as well as to help you encourage others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. Last week on the broadcast, we got to join James Fraser as he hit the streets of Baoshan City in southwest China, preaching the gospel. He had only been in China a little over a year and was surveying the city, but the Lord sent someone across his path that gave him a unique platform to boldly preach Christ there in Baoshan for a few days. If you haven't already, go ahead and download that episode so that you won't miss hearing how the Lord blessed and worked in his heart as he was wrapping up his survey of Baoshan. As always, never miss an episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast by going ahead and subscribing or following on your podcasting platform of choice. We're on Apple, Google, Amazon Music, Stitcher, and so much more. Subscribing to the broadcast with notifications turned on on your phone will set you up to get a reminder each Monday morning as new episodes release. Of course, you can find Vision for China on Facebook, where giving us a like will keep you up to date with occasional posts about what the Vision for China team is up to, as well as what we're talking about here on the podcast. And if you're of more of an Instagram persuasion, you can find and follow Vision for China there as well. Remember, if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a comment and rating within the podcast app too. The more interaction the podcast gets, both within podcast apps and on social media, the more likely it is to be discovered by others. Do your part to help us get the word out that Jesus is worthy of being made much of in China. And again, if you're one of those overachievers and want to go that extra mile, go right ahead and share the broadcast on Facebook or Instagram, or maybe send a personal email to that person you know who is teaching English or working in China currently, or that person at church considering getting involved in missions. We with Vision for China are asking the Lord to raise up more preachers to go to China proclaiming Jesus. And we want to get the word out that there are opportunities to serve the Lord in this amazing country. One thing that we're finding as of late is that many who were previously working in China are locked out of the country due to coronavirus and are praying about how to get back in. Even methods of staying quote-unquote connected to China, like VIPKid and other online educational platforms, are shutting down due to new regulations. If you know someone in a similar situation, be sure to point them to the podcast. Sending someone a quick link to the broadcast might just be the first time they've heard that there is actually a path to preaching and doing full-time ministry in China. They may have never heard of all the opportunities to make Jesus known through preaching and serving Him in the Middle Kingdom. So go ahead and share with them they'll probably thank you for it. Well, at the end of last week's episode, I mentioned an exciting announcement coming from us here at the Vision for China team. Unfortunately, due to scheduling, we're going to have to push that announcement back a week or two. But believe me when I say it's coming, and you won't want to miss it when it drops. So, since we're shuffling things around a bit, for our episode this week, we're going to hear a story from the life of a Chinese military figure named Li Ming, who first encountered the gospel as he passed by a street preacher in his town. What would a military captain think of the gospel message? Would a man like Li Ming give pause to the story of the cross? How would he react? Well, we'll look at all those questions and more 
right after the Chinese region of the week. Our region for this week is Tianjin. Tianjin is a metropolis located on the east coast of mainland China, just outside of Beijing, and is home to around 16 million people. This is yet another huge megacity within China that is home to multitudes that have never imagined that God loves them. The people of Tianjin need the truth of the gospel. Pray for Tianjin. The people need to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. So many in Tianjin still do not know much, if anything, about the love shown them at the cross. Would you pray that more preachers, more laborers, would be raised up to take the good news of Christ's death for them, to them? Tianjin is yet another great place in China with plenty of opportunities to serve the Lord and preach. Friends, I again remind you that there really are endless opportunities to come to China and preach the message of salvation. There are so many in Tianjin and all throughout China who know nothing of Jesus, much less that he gave his life for them. Brother, you might be listening in and praying about serving Christ overseas. You might be considering what he would have you do with your life. So why not consider giving your life to boldly preaching Jesus in China? Why not devote your life to magnifying him and making him known among the people of this vast nation? There are dozens of millions of people all throughout the various parts, provinces, regions of China that have yet to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. And you, my friend, could be the one to tell them. You could be the one to bring the glad tidings. Would you pray for the people of Tianjin? Would you pray for them to hear the gospel and be saved? Would you pray and ask the Lord to send them more laborers, more preachers who will surrender their lives to give them the gospel? And brother, why not surrender your life to being that laborer and boldly proclaiming the gospel among them? How, after all, are they going to hear without a preacher? Jesus died for you. Whosoever believes in him shall have everlasting life. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Kana, Shinzai, Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, today is the day of salvation. If you would like to learn more about Jesus and the doctrine of the Bible, you're welcome to come and learn more. With that, Jonathan Goforth concluded his message and the crowd began to disperse. A few, however, approached him and the other evangelists with him to ask questions. He and these Chinese preachers had been going strong all afternoon, preaching on the main thoroughfare in Anyang City, located in Henan province. For the last hour or so, there had been a man with a large, overbearing frame that stood in the crowd there towards the back, listening intently to them as they preached. He too approached one of the evangelists with questions. The man introduced himself as Li Ming. He was the captain of the Anyang County Militia. 
His questions led to him joining Jonathan and his wife Rosalind for a meal that evening, during which time he requested some scripture portions and other tracts. He was genuinely curious to learn more about this Jesus that they preached. Captain Lee wasn't highly educated, but had quite the domineering personality which complemented his muscular and overbearing frame. He, put simply, appeared a bit intimidating. But in addition to all of these qualities, Captain Lee shared with the Goforths something a bit unique about him, and that was the fact that he had three wives. For many Chinese people in those days, a man's greatness was closely tied to the number of wives he had. Having these three wives, he certainly would be highly respected throughout the county. That evening, after obtaining those scripture portions and tracts from the Goforths, Captain Lee wasn't seen for many years. Sometime later, after Jonathan Goforth and his family actually moved to this city, to Anyang City, permanently, they would occasionally see Captain Lee in the chapel that Goforth and other evangelists would preach in. One day, after sitting under the preaching of God's Word, Captain Lee finally decided that he was going to follow after Christ. He approached Goforth and said, I am going home today to make an end of my household gods. He had this stern look about him that showed he meant business. His home was in a village a couple of miles away from the chapel. Once Captain Lee arrived, he informed his wives what he intended to do. Shocked and alarmed, his wives pleaded with Captain Lee not to provoke the gods. One of them actually slipped out of the house to inform friends and neighbors of her husband's rash decision. Soon, his home was overrun with neighbors pleading with him, begging him to have a change of heart. The gods, after all, should not be messed with. But Captain Lee was a man whose mind could not easily be swayed. He proceeded to tear down all of the gods and idols in his home and drag them out into the center of the court just outside his house. He opened one of the scripture portions he had been given all those years ago and read aloud, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. He then reinserted the pamphlet into his pocket, proceeded to light a match, and sent the gods up in smoke all to the horror of his wives, friends, and neighbors. Frantic, they began to say among themselves that surely within three days some dreadful fate will befall Captain Lee for his rashness towards the gods. However, after three days, all seemed fine with Captain Lee. He was healthy. The gods hadn't taken his health. He was happy. The gods hadn't ruined any other aspect of his life. Slowly, the people in his village began to change their ideas. Months later, as his wives and his neighbors began to realize Captain Lee was not being punished by the gods, but rather seemed blessed by this Jesus that he spoke of, they began to inquire about this new way. Soon, Captain Lee's three wives turned to the Lord. Captain Lee would later recount and give testimony about how previously, before they were saved, before he was saved, his wives used to easily dispute, get into fights, and would even pull out one another's hair. He would roar at them angrily, 
to stop and at times even get out his horsewhip in an attempt to get them to live in harmony. But now that the four of them had met the Lord, now that they were saved, they didn't quarrel as before. And his wives even began to get along like sisters. Over the course of time, as they continually sat under the steady teaching of Scripture, they learned that this lifestyle of multiple wives wasn't pleasing to the Lord. Eventually, they agreed to separate. One wife went to a distant city to be trained in the Bible so as to evangelize other Chinese women. Another wife became an assistant at a mission hospital. And the original wife remained at home with Captain Lee. Captain Lee himself loved to share the gospel and became active in evangelism, sometimes even going along with Jonathan Goforth and other preachers and evangelists when he would travel to preach. He took great joy in sharing with all those he encountered the joy and freedom that he had found in his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Brother, hasn't the Lord given Captain Lee a wonderful testimony? Isn't it great to hear how the Lord used his word and the life of this man and his three wives to change their lives and make them new creatures? As we are so often reminded on this podcast, the gospel is powerful. The gospel is mighty to work in hearts. The Lord is mighty to save. The Holy Spirit used scripture in this captain's heart to convict him of sin and show him he needed to repent and follow Jesus. He was willing to burn those gods for Christ's sake. He was willing to set his family in proper order for Christ's sake. Captain Lee humbled himself, was willing to follow the commands of Scripture, and live in obedience to the Lord. He resolved to follow after Christ and obey Him at any cost, regardless of what his wives might say. He chose to obey regardless of what neighbors might say, regardless of what friends might say. He was convinced that his Lord, this Savior, was worthy of that obedience. Brother, you were listening in to this podcast and hearing this testimony of a man who once was changed by the message of the cross, he would joyfully and eagerly seek out opportunities to tell others of all that Christ had done for him. Friend, have you been changed by the gospel message? Has your life been transformed by Christ? If so, why not resolve to live in obedience to him? Why not resolve to live in light of his command to go and teach all nations. Why not seek to obey that final command, that final commission of your Lord? This Jesus that saved Captain Lee, saved his wives, changed their lives, this Jesus that saved and transformed your life, my brother, this Jesus is the same Jesus that bids we preach the gospel to the nations. He commands that we take the gospel to the world. He says every creature in Mark 16. He says the uttermost in Acts 1. He says all nations in Matthew 28. So in the words of the angel in Acts chapter 1, why do you stand there gazing? Brother, why do you stand there gazing? Why do we sit back 
in a comfortable stupor, waiting for instructions from the Lord as though he hasn't already clearly given them. With such a high and great commission to obey, why do you not gear up and go out with the gospel? Why don't you mobilize and prepare yourself to obey this Christ-given task? Brother, why not resolve in your heart, just as Captain Lee resolved, to obey the commands of the Lord regardless of what it may cost? Again, brothers, opportunities abound to preach Jesus and serve Him in China. I beg you to consider China. I plead with you to pray and ask the Lord what he would have you do for him in China. If you want to take your next step toward China and learn how to either get on or continue on a path toward full-time ministry there, reach out to us with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. You can email us at info at visionmissions.com, that's I-N-F-O at V-I-S-I-O-N-M-I-S-S-I-O-N-S dot C-O-M, or email me personally at austin at reachingchina.org, that's A-U-S-T-I-N at R-E-A-C-H-I-N-G-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. We'd love to talk to you about the next steps you can take towards preaching Jesus in China, whether that next step be Bible training, ministry training, or language and culture training. We'd love to guide you on your path to making Jesus famous in China. Brother, in Luke chapter 14, Jesus teaches that we are to count the cost of following him. He says that becoming his disciple requires forsaking all that we have. It requires giving up all that we have and gaining him. We are to suanji huafei. Suanji Huafei means to count the cost. Brother, have you Suanji Huafei? Have you counted the cost of following and living in obedience to Christ? Have you counted the cost of obeying even his command to go forward with the gospel? China needs men who have Suanji Huafei and resolve to live in obedience to the Savior. Brother, Suanji Huafei and give your life to following Christ and his command to go out to the nations with the gospel. If not you, then who? Well, this concludes today's episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast. We'll be back here next week with another episode. Depending on scheduling, we may even be able to coordinate and make that announcement we've been wanting to make. Lord willing, in the next couple of weeks, you'll be hearing that from us. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button for the A Thousand Lives broadcast so that you won't miss out on other exciting stories and interviews all centered on preaching Christ in China. Please remember to pray for more laborers for Tianjin this week. The people there need more preachers who have Suanji Huafei and are willing to follow Christ to China preaching the gospel. Thank you again for listening to the A Thousand Lives broadcast. This has been Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you'll find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends, as well as encouraging others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. Well, until next time, 再见。